Oh my goodness. Welcome to the Heart to Heart Real Business Podcast, where we talk about real business, real growth, and what it truly takes to have a business, not only that you love, but also makes a ton of money along the way. This is a place you can come to listen, share, learn, and just be yourself. I'm your host, Michelle Hartsman. Welcome to the show. Welcome back, heart to heart fam. Okay, today we're going to dive into money talk. Money talk. And this is something for me that really has transformed my ability to not only make more money, but my ability to receive more money easily and keep money and have money and be really sound with money and create, you know, exponential goals with money and actually be able to reach them and hit them. We're going to talk about this conversation. We're going to have a conversation around just getting more clear on why we want to have more money and what having more money really means to you. Cool? Cool. So the other day I was sitting in my kitchen I had just gotten my new pair of sneakers. We're talking a lot about sneakers on this podcast lately. <laughs> uh, my husband would be proud. Um, but I had just gotten my new pair of sneakers. They just arrived on my doorstep. I shared them on my stories. And when I shared the sneakers, when I opened them up, I had this moment. Um, sneakers always bring up like a full circle moment for me. Because whenever I purchase sneakers, which isn't often... Um, it brings me back to the first debt I ever accrued outside of having student loans. That was different, but I mean like the first debt where I purchased something and I didn't have the money for it. So I put that pair of sneakers on a credit card. They were like a hundred pair, a hundred dollar pair of sneakers. I had accrued debt for the first time and I couldn't afford them. And the job I had at the time, like I was making minimum wage, I was living at home and to pay that hundred dollars off, like I I couldn't afford that. And after that, I kind of got credit card happy where like it was kind of free money. And, um, what I was really taught from, you know, my mom growing up was like, as long as you paid the minimum on the bill, like you're good you're paying it. And I could always pay the minimum. And then as the debt kept accruing, I didn't also didn't know what interest was. Like I had to like learn that. There were a lot of things I had to learn along the way with money. And now I'm like, people are like, oh, you're the money guru. I'm not. I just had to learn a lot of things the hard way that now I just am very, I'm very interested in money. And I like to know how money works. And I like to understand like your thought processes behind money and receiving money and your energy with money like that, that all fascinates me because it's not how I grew up. I grew up thinking debt was normal. I grew up thinking buying Christmas gifts and giving so much to others and putting yourself in significant debt and not being able to pay your bills was normal. And it did become my norm. And I had found myself couple years later and about $28,000 of personal and business debt because there were some in that debt was also um, coaching expenses, 
which like that's a different conversation for a different day. I, I do not regret going into debt to build my business. I would not be the coach, mentor, business owner where I am today had I not taken those risks. But you've got to trust yourself. And that's, again, that's a different conversation for a different day. I would never take that back. It was right for me. And that's what I will say on that. And not only was I in $28,000 of personal and, or, and slash business debt, because it was both, I still had my student loans to pay off. And I went to school out of state. Sold about $30,000 in student loan debt. My business, just a couple years ago, I think this is two, it was before we bought our house. So it's about two and a half years ago. It's not that long ago. My business paid off all of this debt. Student loans and I that $28,000. I have zero debt. Zero. I've been debt-free for a couple years now. No, maybe it was three years ago. Yeah, time, I've... I don't have any concept of time. <laughs> so don't mind, don't mind me if the timeline's not exactly correct because I don't have very good concept of time. I'm like, what year are we in? But I've been, been debt-free for years. And so when I purchase those sneakers, I'm reminded of how much my life has changed significantly. To me, honestly, the fact that I own a house is literally insane to me. When I met my now husband, um, you know, we both had met when we were living at home with our parents. I was in my early 20s. And, and then I got my apartment and then we got our first apartment together. I told him I never wanted to buy a house. I only ever wanted to rent. And the main reason for that, when I really dissected why I was saying that, it wasn't because I thought buying a home was a bad investment. I actually didn't know anything about it at the time. It was because I never thought I could afford to buy a house because I always just lived with just having enough money. I was not somebody that paid their credit card bills in full. I was not somebody that had tons of money. I always kind of just got by. And my life has changed significantly. The fact that we own a house and I have money and I paid for our wedding, like it just, there's so many things that like, I'm just, every time I purchase sneakers, like I'm just so reminded of how much my life has changed. I have so much gratitude for always trusting myself and going all in on this business, even when it made absolutely zero sense. When I had invested so much money into this business, mentors, I was kind of, there, were, there hasn't been a time where I said, oh, I'm going to take a break from mentorship. That's just not my vibe. It can be yours if you wanted to. There's no right or wrong. I would never shame somebody for taking a break from, from mentorship. Like it gets to like it's all up to you at the end of the day. For me, being in it has literally has gotten me to where I am today. And investing in the right mentors and long term term mentors mentorship. But it made literally zero sense. If I were to tell like my father at the time, like, yeah, dad, I'm thousands of dollars in debt and I'm thinking about investing in a $15,000 program, he'd be like, what? You don't even have $15,000 to your name. Like that would be like a hard no. It made no sense. But it, it got me to where I am today. And this got me thinking even further about when I was younger, I was going to the seventh grade and I had asked my older sister to borrow $100 from her. I wanted to borrow $100 from her um, for back-to-school shopping because I knew my mom didn't have the money 
to get us new clothes. And you guys know, like, when you're going back to school, like, the vibe is you get new clothes for school. Like, you can't show up in last year's clothes. Like, you can't do that, especially, like, when you're a teenager, right? I was scared to ask my dad for money back then. Back then, I had a very different relationship with my father than I do now. And my older sister, I've got three sisters. I've got two older and one younger. And my older sister was working at the time. She was cheerleading coaching. She had, she had some money. She had money and I didn't. So she gave me that $100, no questions asked. I never forgot that. And when my birthday came around that year, my grandma and grandpa always gave us money for our birthday. I remember taking that birthday money and that's how I paid her back for the new school clothes. Fortunately, my birthday's in the beginning of the years of the school year. So we go back to school in September. I bought those clues like August, September. My birthday's in October. I paid her back right away. And this got me thinking. When I had this like, all this flashback when I opened those sneakers the other day. Sneakers are like a very, very prominent thing in my life. And it really got me thinking about our relationship with money and debt and business growth. And getting really clear on why we want what we want. And what we're going to do with our money once we get it. Because here's the thing. You'll make the money. As an entrepreneur, and if you're all in on your business, and like there's no way you're going to give up and you've got the right support and mentorship, like you will make the money. You will. You will. But so often we make money goals just to make them. I see this happen all the time. We choose numbers that we think we should want because of what's happening around us in the industry. Well, everyone's making six figures, so I guess I should want six figures. Everyone's on their way to multiple six figures, so I guess I should want that too. I don't know why my accent's changing. I think it's playing in character. (laughs) Everyone is going to seven figures, so I guess I should want that too. Everyone wants 10K months or 20K months or 50K months. I should want that too. It's like make these random money goals. They're random most of the time. I see this happen all the time. We want it just because we want it. And you're allowed to want it just because you want it. But I I I want you to get a little bit more clear on that because it's going to be easier to make it. Okay. I once had a client not too long ago message me before we were starting a program saying, Michelle, I'm a little afraid to start this group program because I'm a little afraid to share my money goals with the women inside. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? Like, why are you afraid to share? And she's like, well, you know, I've been in a lot of programs where people want six figures and this, that, the other. And like, my goal, like, I just want to make 60K. Like, making 60K for the year would like give me everything and more. It would give me massive overflow, like where I live. Um, like she's um, not in the US, so she's like, cost of living's not that high here. It would be massive flow. It'd be more than enough. And that feels like so juicy to me. And I remember messaging her back and I was like, first of all, like whatever you financially want gets to be what you want is zero shame around it. And it's so interesting because I think we've become so desensitized to like what's a lot of money because as entrepreneurs, like there's the limit does not exist. But $60,000 in like the real world to people that like work nine to fives and stuff, that's a lot of money. It's more than I ever made at my nine to five with the big promotions I was getting. I never made $60,000 in my nine to five. But we're so, we desensitize ourselves to money and how much is actually a lot. 
and we desensitize to what money can actually do for us. We just simply make more and more and more goals because we think that we need to. And like, yes, do it. I'm here for all the money goals. Trust. I have them. Like, I'm never stopping because I there's so much I want to do with money. There's so much I want to do for our lives, our future kids, my family. There's so much that I want to be able to do and give back. But what I want you to do and what I've done and I have my clients do is I want you to start thinking about the money that you want to make. And I want you to start thinking about how much you actually want to make per month, per year. Write it down. And then I want you to ask yourself, why? Why do I want to make this amount of money? I want to stop making our money goals so surface level. They go so much deeper. Why? What will this amount of money do for you? What will you do with this amount of money? Here's the thing. Money loves having a place to go. Loves having a place to go. And I find that when you know what you want to do with your money, why you want a certain amount of money, what you're going to do with it, your overflow that you desire is actually easier to make. Give your money meaning. Not just creating an obsessive goal that you think you need to hit to feel validated and worthy to show the world on Instagram that you made a this certain amount of money. I rarely share how much money I make anymore. I don't even talk about my monthly income publicly anymore. I just stopped. The only time I share is like literally when clients ask. They're like, how much money did you make? That's the only time I talk about it. And my husband knows and my mentors. But like I sometimes I don't even tell my mentors. It's not secret. I'm not ashamed of it, but it just, it's not my marketing. It's not, I don't need to feel validated or worthy. And that's not why you need to buy from me. We make so much money, more than we've ever made before. But it's not an obsessive goal. It's my goal. My money's got a place to go. I'm doing shit with my money. I'm not just creating a goal to get to the next goal. I'm creating money goals because I want to do intentional things with the amount of money I'm making. So, Just creating goal after goal just because you think that that's what you need to hit to feel validated and worthy, it doesn't work. And it feels yucky and it feels flipping hard. I've been here. I've been here. I see people stuck in this all the time. And here's the thing. I know a conversation like this is vulnerable. But when you do this, like I want you to actually do this exercise. It's going to allow you to feel so clear And money will start to feel exciting for you versus like, oh, I need to make more money. Feels so hard. Had a lot of accents in this episode today. (laughs) It's easier to make and keep money and have and receive more and more and more and more and more when money has a place to go. When you're being intentional and truthful with like how much you actually want to make not based on society or the industry do this exercise and let me know what happens because I'm so excited to witness you receiving having holding being with so much more money and lastly to my sister 
if she ever listens to this podcast, which she may, thank you for that $100. Back in the seventh grade, it changed me forever. And it's one of my biggest motivators when it comes to always having more than enough money so that I can give back and that I can always feel safe and not like that seventh grade version of me who didn't feel safe. And lastly to you, happy money planning. I will see you in the next episode. Remember, everything gets to sell everything.